Welcome back to another episode of the Weekly DLC. I'm one of your hosts, Karosh, joined always by my co-host, Daniel Vargas. Inflation. And Daniel Jang. Buongiorno. If you're not familiar with what we do, we come to you each and every week to podcasting services of your choice in the decade of the 2010s. What? And we talk about nerdy stuff, usually comics, books, games, everything in between. And we have fun. Um, we hope you have fun with us. This is episode 151. Is the last episode of 2019, the last episode of the 2010s, Ooh. last episode of the decade. Damn, that's crazy. Let's get let's get wild. Ten years. Take your shirts off. Wow, it's hot in here. It's getting hot. Oh man, how was you guys' Christmas? Hasn't <laughs> <laughs> happened. Uh, so if for if you guys haven't listened to our last episode 150, we did best of 2019. Um, we were recording the same time as that to get it all out of the way for the holidays. So we have our holidays. So we have we enjoy our holidays. We have podcasts available for you to enjoy your holidays because Ooh. what holiday is complete without a little bit of the weekly DLC, right? <laughs> um, we're still enjoying our cookies, um, but we're also brought to you by beverages. Um, get yours however you want, wherever you want, um, and use code thirsty DLC, um, and something should arrive, or you should just get it yourself if and, it doesn't. And remember, time. kids, water is also a beverage. Water is also a beverage. Stay hydrated, as some mo- night mo- uh, night bots will say. <laughs> Hydration bot will say. Hydration bot. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we did, like I said, episode one fifty, the hundred fiftieth weekly DLC. Um, was best of 2019. We did shows, movies, and games. We're now going into the best of the, the decade. The decade. Um, last 10 years. Last 10 years. Same thing. Best shows, best movies, best games. Um, and we're kind of... We, we played around with the format last time, for those of you that don't know. We're going to go through... We're each going to go around going through our first seven. Yep. And then when we get to our final three... We'll start rotating and, and just sharing. We're having a good time. And uh, take a trip down memory lane. Yeah. So with that, let's dive right into it. TV shows of the, of the last decade. Let's do it. You want to start? Sure. Cool. I didn't have that many because I don't watch that many shows. Shit. <laughs> Three? You just. But I don't have that many because I don't have that many. <laughs> this is tough. Okay. So It's a nice case, by the way. Thank you. I like it because I, I like seeing the because the, it's like the multicolored yeah. background. But I wanted something that was less distracting because when I take photos of people, they're always like looking at it, and I'm like, "Fucking like, stop!" I like it because it takes like six months to get. You know? Yeah, that too. It it like really makes you like want it or not after so much time. Um, I'm gonna say uh, Westworld. That's on my list. Um, I really liked how it took this form. It like it. It had elements of video games to it that I didn't expect, like the whole idea of NPCs, and it 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 does like this really in depth sci fi show about it. Um, the second season, t- you know, is a little weirder, but like I like the way the storytelling is done. It, you you don't quite understand what time or whether you're in the present, the past. Sort of, we were talking about that last episode about like how back you know, backtracking and sharing flashbacks. This really messes with you and like you don't know what is a, a flashback mm-hmm. and what isn't and and that becomes an active element of the story in the first season but like just like everything about it like make me think of video games and where we're headed with a lot of that stuff and what it means to be human which is like a lot of cool storytelling with androids and all that yeah. stuff so it's a good one um legion just because mm-hmm. again you're gonna hear some repeats here um legion i just love how that one messes with like the psyche and the person in like 
you know, multiple personalities and like what is in his head versus what is reality and, and all that craziness. It just, it's wild. Um, what we do in the shadows. This is the one that I had as, uh, is a, sp- a small hint at my movies of, of the decade. <laughs> is one of the few things that is on both. I it just it hits oh, comedy. That's when you were saying the yeah, show it hits comedy in a way that I love. Like <laughs> that Taika Waititi touch, like is perfect in this in this stuff. Um, the leftovers. Oh, because that was like what I wanted out of Lost, but more refined. It's mm. like the that mystery, that element of storytelling, the the way things go. It's and it and it's a thing that he's the 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 creator of this, Damon Lindelof, did where it's like. He sneaks in a love story into his works, and like the way he does it, like it's gotten better every time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, the way he did, the way it's incorporated into Leftovers is one of my favorites. Penny and Desmond. It's one of the best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, then I'm gonna say Parks and Recreation. Oh yeah. It started 20, 2009, and I know we said decade, so like 29 to 2019 counts. Mm-hmm. Um, but even if it didn't. 2010s on it was the bulk of this show it was one of the funniest like tv shows i've i didn't expect to be i knew like it was like following the office and they're like oh it's gonna be the office but it became much more um its own thing i think how many more do we have it's one two three four five um gallivant i've never even heard of that it's only got two seasons, then it got canceled or stopped or whatever. It's it's like fairy tale fantasy, but it's a musical. Mm-hmm. And it's thirty minute episodes, but like it is one of the funniest shows I've seen. Like it made me happy every time I watched it. I was like, this is just like positivity and joy. What channel? I think it was on USA, but it's on Netflix now. Mm-hmm. Like it it came out originally on USA, but like all both these seasons are on Netflix. Really funny. Vinnie Jones is surprisingly okay. funny he is he has a story arc that is great um there's like a king in it who's very much like uh um the king from the robin hood disney movie oh, yeah. and like it's like him in real life like it's <laughs> perfect um i that show makes me laugh makes me happy so every like can so consistently and then i'll do one more this is tough but um <laughs> trying to see which one isn't the top three well i have picks but i'm like this is top three yeah i don't want to say it now um i'll do master of none yes Mm. Uh, that was a show i didn't expect to be what it was and it just the way it talked about relationships and and like adulthood and just things that people go through now like whether you're dealing with your parents yeah or dealing with like trying to find um partners and significant others and friendship it just handled it in a way that was both sincere but like in genuine but also like very um creative and funny and light and good so saving my top three for after right. that, but. so i'm gonna throw a few out there that i um i enjoyed this last decade uh, not including my top three so i've got stranger things just um, season one yeah pretty much just <laughs> season one you know best season <laughs> um, I have Game of Thrones. That is um, not in my top three, um, but it is within the ten in the last decade. Mm-hmm. I've got The Walking Dead, specifically season two, because it's all I saw. Mm. Uh, 
I can't believe how much that show's changed. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, like the, I I mean I, I gotta say like the the beginning seasons were like crazy, and now it's gotten like political in a sense. Like it's we're not like it's 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 gone from like a survive like a survival from a zombies to survival from people yeah. essentially. The the worst monsters, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've got uh, Westworld, which, I mean, this is like. Was skating on top, top uh, three, uh, really good show. That first season was fantastic, I, and I, I, I see. I saw season one the way I want um, Watchmen to have been. Like it's just like I want that one season. I didn't need anything more. Mm. Um, and then sure enough, we get season two, and it wasn't as great. Um, but not to say that it like ruins anything. Yeah, it it's just, just it, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Westworld is really good. Um, I've got Master and Nun on here. Um, that one, I, I really enjoyed it because it, I think it's two seasons mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I s- super enjoyed season one. Like season one was fantastic. Easy to, to take in season two. I don't know. He had like really? a different style. I really love season yeah. two. Yeah. I, I like, I, I agree. It had a very different style, but like some of the, like the, the episodes that stood out to me in season two really stood out. Like I love the one where him and his friend. Are going to that wedding, I think, mm-hmm. and like the 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 camaraderie that they have. I'm like, I I wanted that show to go in a direction it didn't go because of that episode. I was like, I want this episode to point out that you don't need a relationship, you don't yeah. need to like be in one mm-hmm. when you have a friend or when you have friends that you can just enjoy mm-hmm. right now. And it, it it would be like a different take on that romantic stuff. But then also the speed dating one is one mm-hmm. of my favorite ones, mm-hmm. where he's just like going through all these dates simultaneously. Yeah. The rest so yeah. <laughs> Samosa Joe. Samosa <laughs> <laughs> and then there was that one episode. Was it the second season Thanksgiving? Yeah, it is second season. One Emmy. That episode. Nice. The season one's fantastic though. Like, <clears throat> yeah, it was so good. Really, really good. Both um, I've got Adventure Time. Oh, uh, really enjoyable. I mean, like, dude, uh, this this I think this whole decade, like, it's just there, there's specifically like Cartoon Network shows that have just like been killing it, dude. Um. So many good ones, but if, if I gotta if I gotta mention one, it's gotta be Adventure Time for me. Um, and then I have let me see, what do I have one more? Um, I said that one. I said that one. I said that one. I've got one, two, and three. But I was gonna throw one more in there. Oh, uh, and Black Mirror. Mm. Yeah, Black Mirror for this for this decade for me. Um, yeah, dude. Like, I mean, after season after episode one, season season one. <laughs> It's season one, season two, season three, fantastic seasons. And yeah. then specifically those episodes. The bl- was the episode the, the Black Museum? Um, Do you remember that one? It was like three short stories. Oh. Um, that episode was yeah. wild. I mean, so many episodes are wild. Yeah. But. Yeah. Definitely. And that's, that's it. Like after that, I got my top three. Okay. Number 10 is a reality game show type of show. Um, the Amazing Race. Um <laughs> I had to put it out there. They're, they make them, I don't know, they really make them really well. And mm-hmm. it's just like, I want to be on that show kind of. But, um, number nine, Walking Dead. Like season four and five, I don't know. There was a point where it was just fucking good. It was better than Game of Thrones in my opinion. And, and it, it was just, up there with it. Like I remember yeah. every every time they, those two shows came back, it was like neck and neck. I, just met, I used to have a coworker. We used to always discuss it. And well, he doesn't work there in the company, but that's what I miss. Discussing. Was, was it Chris Hardwick? <laughs> cancel culture <laughs> <laughs> um after that 
Battlestar Galactica. That oh. came out this decade? It, it did. 2000? Fuck, this changes everything. Uh, I have four, I think. That's not this decade. But, wait, did it end? Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Let me rewind. It, Let me rewind. It Let ended rewind. before the tart. <laughs> I, I did. Cancel culture. <laughs> you canceled. Oh, shit. <laughs> when did it end, though? I don't even think it ended out. Uh, Final episode date, January 10, 2010. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. We'll allow it. Will we? Cancel no, culture. Okay. No, no, no. I, I'll, I'll, sk- I'll skip it. Um, <laughs> damn, I thought I said 2014, but I'm tripping out. Um, Lost. That was... When did that end? That started that in didn't two, end. 2009, I think. No, I think it's... No, right. it was 2004. Oh, let me, let me, let me <laughs> what was the last episode? Last episode, 2010. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. It was like May 2010. Um, the last season of Lost. It was good. I loved it. Okay. I actually did like the last season. Of, I, I like the ending of Lost. Actually. I did too. I know. I, my family and I fought over that and I was like, hey, you guys I suck. feel like people who didn't like the last episode of Lost did not understand the last speech. The last season made. of Lost. Last I love speech. that. Yeah, I love that stuff. Um, number yeah. four, Game of Thrones. Ma- majority of it was good. It's just the last. And its impact. I mean, last... what it did for TV. Did I say Game of Thrones number? I don't know if it's in your top three. Or not. Well, I, no, I had I had it in my under. I, I don't remember. <clears throat> the last three seasons but were garbage. But should have been there. First four seasons are. We got this though. Fuck man, um, Master of None is my fourth place. Ooh. And now we're top three. It's based right off a book. The book is good. They expand upon the book on the show. Fantastic. Where's season three? <clears throat> Aziz. Where's the time flat? It's, it's with Half Life three. Gabe. Which is season which is half life. VR Master Knight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, top three. Let's go around. Right. Number three. For me, it's tough. Very tough. <clears throat> Very tough. I'm gonna go Game of Thrones. I think it was what it did for like conversation, for water cooler moments, for just like fandom of a sh- of to like bring people like how it just kept building. And I and I think in a lot of ways how it got people reading more. Yeah. And like it reminded me of Harry Potter. Like that really did a lot for just literature. It's like a, the fandom of of books and in this long epic story. And then also t- what it did for television brought it to the cin- like it was one of the shows I think responsible for bringing that cinematic quality and mm-hmm. and funding. I think like Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones, and several other these like House of Cards. You would maybe you could maybe argue and several other shows and other services. Start being like, no, you can do like Oscar caliber, like drama caliber stuff on TV. And it stopped becoming like this trope that you could do like serious or impactful stuff that if it was on TV. And I think that was really cool. Um, and I'm like, I love everything that's come from it. Mm-hmm. So, just uh, yeah, it's nice. top three for that. Not for the season finale, series finale. <laughs> Um, my, my top three, or my, my third, number three, um, this is one that I mentioned for, uh, other TV shows. It's, it's an anime that time I reincarnated as a slime, uh, did come out this year, 2019, um, only one season. I think if it was more than that with it, with its consistency, I would have put it number one. Um, but because it's just one season, I don't feel like it deserves number one spot so far. 
Um, but yeah, really enjoyable. Um, plan on getting a tattoo for me. <laughs> Ooh. So, uh, my number three. My number three. Haven't seen a lot of the episodes. Black Mirror. Only because of one episode. San Junipero. That was the note that I couldn't read. I put Juni. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is Juni? So, San Junipero <laughs> is one of the... I don't know. I think it, that fucking script is just very tight. Not parasite type, but it's it's good. I liked it. You, even though some people say it's a bad ending. I'm I sorry that I overplayed it for you and ruined it. It was fine. It was good. It was honestly because of the way the show was, it was such a refreshing difference. It just in the sense of how it how it was painting a bleak kind of situation, but also had like uplifting elements to it. Like regardless of how you feel about how like high or low it is, I think that would, that's something of an accomplishment. Really good. Like that story was. It's one of the few before like this new season where it had like a dark side to it, but it, I, I feel like it ends in a happy note as well. <laughs> Possibly, <laughs> but I agree that it has a hopeful. Wow, I don't think it was positive. But what? They're happy together. Forever. In, in a flash drive. <laughs> that's the whole point of the thing. Like, do you would you rather I know I'm just, that's that that larger part of it hangs over that yeah, part of it uh, for me. Okay. But I understand what you're saying. I agree. They I chose think. that life. So it's happy okay. for them. And I'm happy for them. <laughs> <laughs> but happy for yourself. I didn't feel happy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay. happy for them. I'm I didn't feel happy. So this is number three. What's uh my number two? This is tough. I'm trying to like wrestle with my number two. Well I can go with my number two. <sighs> no, I got it. <laughs> I know what your top two is. Don't ruin Far- it. Fargo mm. is one of them. It's one of them. <laughs> he's like, he's not even on this list. <laughs> I know, right? And like, he's fuck, like, I forgot fuck, to put I this. <laughs> I forgot to put Fargo. <laughs> no, I'm going to say for number two. <laughs> so number three was Fargo and number two is. <laughs> I'm going to say number two is Barry. Ooh. Oh, Wow. It's tough. Like I have a lot of uh, honorable mentions, yeah. and any one of them could fit these like list, this whole list. But yeah. like Barry, I don't know, I'm trying to like rationalize it as I'm talking to you. Um, it's so tight, and sh- it's brief, but like it felt impactful. Like this guy's trying to wants to live a life. He's he's built off of another life that he has, which is so dark, and he feels ashamed of it, and he's hiding it, and he's trying to like wrestle with it, and then like. It's like he wants to let go of it, but he keeps getting pulled back into it. And it has elements of like Breaking Bad in it, but like it has this dark sense of humor to it that like you want to laugh, but at the same time you want to cry. Right. Mm. And but like when you, the the and then the this cast is great and like everyone like the layers to it, like he's going through something, but he's channeling it and he's becoming an actor as he's doing it. And he's like channeling these like intense feelings and trying to like everyone else is like wow that performance, and he's like I'm literally feeling. The trauma of something I went through in war because mm-hmm. he was a he was a military um, and he was I think he was honorably discharged I forget but it shows like flashbacks of him and then and he's like reliving some stuff and like the, the it's it's it, it's dark but yeah that's my number two okay so my number two before I say that though when did Dexter come out. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not on my yeah, list. Last episode was 2010. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, we're good. No, uh, so my number two is actually one that I didn't realize and I thought I hadn't even mentioned it. It's Game of Thrones. It's my number two. Oh, you hadn't mentioned it. Oh, I hadn't okay. mentioned it. Okay. Um, because it was part of my top three. I didn't sure. have it in order, so I was just trying to remember what it was that I had. Uh, yeah, Game of Thrones is, dude, uh, at least for me, 
specifically. It's something that got me into like what I consider like the like the group classic um, watching watch parties. You know, mm. like dude, for every season finale, like there, I went to someone's place to watch. You know, like I never watched the season finale on my own. Um, uh, and even for episodes, like I, I, you know, during watching, like I'll be texting someone and be like, "Dude, this is crazy. Are you seeing what I'm seeing?" Or like every, everyone is this at the, the same a, thing? after Sunday would be like, "Did everyone watch it?" Yeah. Okay, let's talk about it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, and that, that yeah, it's something that I really enjoyed. Like that, just the aspect as well is is, is having that, um, being able to talk with someone and 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 having everyone's thoughts and, and seeing how. How these uh, talking about favorite characters, yeah. favorite moments. How we think the show's gonna flesh out. Yeah. Didn't turn out anywhere near that. We got this. <laughs> but yeah, Game of Thrones number two for me. Number two is unfair for me because I didn't watch season two. Um, Same. Atlanta. Um, there's an episode in season one where it's kind of like Parasite, rich versus poor, like the rich versus poor mentality. I'm like. That's such a good episode, dude. And I've seen the only thing I've seen from season two is a clip of the Michael Jackson episode. There's it's a horror, it's a horror episode, and I was like, "Fuck!" The way they he did constructed the shot, the director, and I was like, "Fucking genius!" He made the, the guy, the um, Knives Out, the black actor Lakeith something. He made him dress up like uh, Jack Torrance from The Shining. I was like, everything about it was shot like a horror film. I was like, oh. "Atlanta." I wish I could see season two. Please put it on Netflix, please. On FX. Uh, nice. And then numero. You got it. Fargo. <laughs> <laughs> Calling shit out. Eh? No, it was good. I mean, the thing is, it was this or Watchmen. Okay. And for me, the thing with Fargo is Watchmen is great. I'm not knocking it. It was fantastic. I'm still I f- I'm worried that I'm too biased that yeah, it's too recent. It's too recent. But I exactly. feel confident about my Fargo choice. So I'm going with Fargo. Each season balances this story of and this humor and this darkness and these characters and this weight of everything they're going through and like it's such a concise story. The third season is like the final dialogue between two characters. Professor Lupin, the actor that plays him. Fin- I never thought of I always like you're Professor Lupin. You're one of the best people on earth. You're always going to be that. I don't like. No one will make me think of you as a bad person. He's fucking evil, <laughs> and like the way it's not in a in a like a like a really outlandish kind of way. It's just in this oozy, disgusting way. And he has a philosophy, and this other character has another philosophy, and it's very poignant to like a lot of things that have been going on since that episode, the third season, which I think was a year or two ago. And it's just so relevant to like what is truth and what whether or not it matters, mm. and like that was like a big point of that third season. And the other seasons were great in different ways, but like it just it captures eeriness with weirdness and darkness and comedy in such a a good. It's a balance. The, the, the director Noah uh, Hawley, he did Legion as well, mm. which is another one of my favorites. And like I think he's the way he presents a story and tells a narrative is very. Very captivating. Nice. Cast for every season has been great. Like second season, uh, uh, Crack Damon <laughs> is <laughs> Crack Damon. Meth Damon. Jesse. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> or, no, I think his real name is Jesse Plemons. Or yeah. Something like that. Um, he's fantastic in that season. Um, in season one, um, Bilbo Baggins from the the Hobbit movies. Give uh, his name. Um, Freeman. Or no. 
Martin. Yeah, Martin Freeman. Freeman. Uh, he's fantastic. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton's in that season. <laughs> Ewan McGregor's in. Yeah. Ewan McGregor's in the third season as his him as twin brothers. Hmm. Um, and then Lupin's in that season and some other uh, Nora. I forget. She's from Leftovers. Um, several like just fantastic casts. So, great show. Nice. My numero uno is another animated show, Legend of Korra. It's really good. I really enjoy it. <laughs> I they I I for my understanding is they went through like trouble too like they um were like you're getting canceled and they're After like the f- right. yeah during the first season so they had to write the show to an ending yeah and then they picked things up and they're like what exactly. and then it was rocky I remember yeah. people being like season two is not that good mm-hmm. there's an episode in season two one of my favorite episodes it's the history of the Avatar that was when it turned for yeah. me I'm like this show has got it got yeah. it again yeah they do they, they have like. I think as a, like um, it, it's strange to say. I think as a series, it's hard to say like overall. But I think when you look at individual episodes, they do a great job. And I think it, it has to do with the fact that like they thought they were going to get canceled. They're making shit like those episodes like as if it's their last. Um, and it, it, it like for me, it worked out. Like I really enjoyed it. It was really good. And um, I love also. I want to add to that is that where it it's it's like in the in Avatar the show, air, benders are everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's just common. In this, it's like industrialization starts happening and benders become more like outlawed and there's shame and there's like all these things that come into it of like whether it's acceptable or not in certain areas or not. And mm-hmm. and then like I think it deals because the characters in this in that show are more adult, like they're young adults. It deals with a lot of other complexities that come with like social you know encounters. And yeah. Things. Um, and each season kind of like when you when you when I look back at it, it captures it looks like different elements. It's like the first one wrestles with one subject. The second one wrestles with chaos. And the third one wrestles with like making sense of things. Mm-hmm. Such a good show. And then balance after that, dude. Yeah, really good show. My number one for the decade. My number one, more than half of it was in the, this decade. <laughs> so it started in 2008. Um, Breaking Bad. <laughs> you goddamn right. <laughs> Easy. Easy. People argue that it's the best show ever made. I think it's the second best show ever made. Going wide, the wire is number one, but that was the last last decade. Last decade. <laughs> um, so Breaking Bad, dude, it's less, that's like a near perfect show, and it's crazy because like they could have ended it in season four, and they continued it like after. So now that it's done. You know, so season four is actually when the first major character died. Ding, season four. Ding ding ding. ding. Major character. That's that's I. Is that the I turtle? Was, the head on the turtle? I would say season He's two. Who? Je- Jesse's. Jesse's oh, girl. Major, I don't know. That's what people always say. That okay. I mean, I could I could see your point. Yeah, <clears throat> but they could have ended in season. Yeah, four they could have. I thought it was perfect the way four ended. <laughs> I was like, damn, he got away. Yeah, but yeah, it kept I kept going. Wait, you brought a bomb to a hospital? <laughs> that the walk away <laughs> oh my god yeah breaking bad fantastic show mm-hmm, mm-hmm. definitely really good show some great shows let's move on to some great movies oh all right same format this is tough because i didn't put any of this shit in yeah, order i'm trying to like just i'm like wait right fuck now. Uh, <laughs> fuck it we'll do it live Okay, what we do in the shadows, 2014. 
Love that movie. Fucking hilarious. I, I've said it many times. I'll say it again. It's, it's like the perfect... It holds up for me in terms of comedy. Um, number... Uh, the second one. Number eight, nine. Blade Runner 2049. I thought like... It didn't have to be called Blade Runner in a lot of ways for me. Like yeah. it could have been its own sci-fi thing. Mm-hmm. And the director and everything just like captured this vibe but like made it feel fresh and new mm. um it didn't feel i don't know it's just so good um i don't know what else to say but it's just it's, it was so good that it like the music captured me the tone captured me the the setting the set pieces everything yeah. was beautiful um it's two go with the expendables Twenty, the first one 2010 this is on my list because for a long time leading up to that, I felt like action movies were like changing to something I don't like anymore. Yeah. I felt like this movie was like a, a nostalgia of like, let's remember the, the, the 80s. And in a lot of ways it is. It's like all these old actors coming back, but making like this ultimate action team. It felt meta in a lot of ways because I was like, man, like just everyone's just like, we're recognizing what we've done in the past mm-hmm. without saying it. Um, but like seeing that cast together. But like there's like a scene where there's like this pretty boy playing basketball and he's very abusive to this girl that Jason Statham is used to see. And he hears about it and he goes and beats the shit out of him. I was like, that to me was like real action hero beating the shit out of like this fake action hero that like, so I don't know. And then the rated R vibe of it like was just made it like, let it be what it should be. Like it wasn't anything holding it back. And I love that about it. Um, That's three. Four is Whiplash. Ooh. This movie, like, it, 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 I know a lot of people looked at Black Swan as this intense, like, focus on a character. I think a good compliment to Black Swan is Whiplash. And it follows this character, like, wanting to go to school to be the best drummer he, he can be. Mm-hmm. And he gets this teacher who is known for being the best teacher, and but it's at a cost. And it's this, like, insane intensity that he brings to his teaching and like not everyone's cut out for that and he pushes this kid and this kid pushes back and it's just this dance these two characters have and the final scene is one of my favorite final scenes of all time all time it's just this like performance uh, have you guys ever seen the flash no oh, fuck, I need a, but i've seen like uh I, it, did it get it did it become created from just a scene that they made or was that scene it was a became... short film and i okay. think that's I think from there is what I've seen. Yeah, the, from there they made the full feature film, okay. and the main guy learned how to dr- like he was drumming and a lot of this stuff. I was like, what? And like, what happens is throughout the story, um, the the teacher like gets reported for his uh, intense ways of teaching, and he ends up like having to leave. And then the kid kind of like is like, I can't do this anymore. I have to just be a regular student again. And he kind of gives up the music, and then it's like m- way later. And he runs into him at a club and he's like, yeah, I play at this club now. Hey, I'm short a guy for this performance. I need, I, I remember you used to be amazing. And he's like, you're way too chill. Like, and he's like, oh, okay. He's like, yeah, I would love to. He's like, I, I'm glad we could finally like be cool with each other. Like we're not at odd. Yeah. And he goes, he gets ready, he goes to the performance. And then he got, he realizes he's been set up by that teacher. Because this teacher's like, I know it was you that like reported me. <laughs> And he's on stage and he's not, he, he's fucking up everything up. 
he doesn't know how to play and like it's evident everyone's all the cast members looking at him the audience it's like the fucking like chicago yeah. like theater and like he's like i've been defeated shamed and he's like walking off stage and then like at the moment he's just like you know what fuck him and like it's this moment where he just like it triggers from like surrender to like fuck you i'm coming like this isn't over he goes back up and like through music, not even through talking or anything, he steers the group and everyone. He like blasts at first, but like because of how talented and amazing he was, he just plays some amazing shit. And then the the guy tries tried to like stop him, but he can't because he's they're all keeping it cool on stage. And he's just playing music, and the teacher's like, "How do I stop him?" Then he he's like playing the music, and then the rest he's like trying to like cue people through his music to get other people to like build mm-hmm. off of it and go to something that everyone knows. It builds and it builds. And as the teacher's watching in anger, he slowly gets like, this is fucking good. <laughs> and he's like, I can work with this. And they like start like getting together. And like at first he's like, oh, we're, 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 take, we're working together. And then the kid's like, no, fuck this. I'm taking it higher. And he just keeps going. And you're like, how how is this going for as long? Like it took, it takes a lot of energy for him to yeah. play at that speed and that level. And it's just like there's no talking at all in this scene. It's intense and it's beautiful. Nice. And I'm like that that put it on my sorry, I went all over it. <laughs> that should have been number one. <laughs> no, I have I have my number one. Um then that's four, so t- uh, three more. Um I have Creed two. Ooh. I love I love what they did with this the Rocky franchise, and I think that capture recaptured a lot of the magic. Yeah. Um in many ways. Um two more. Um Parasite. Ooh. I think it's very poignant in a lot of ways. That number one. Um, for a lot of the reasons I mentioned in episode 150, please check that out. Um, brought to you by Thirsty. Um, and then six. Sorry to bother you for a lot of the same reasons. I think it was a lot of commentary on class, on culture, mm-hmm. on. It was more exaggerated. I think uh, Parasite was very subtle in its story, in those symbolisms and metaphors. I think Sorry to Bother You was very outlandish and weird with it. And I like them both for those, yeah. like they're tackling this and making it more common to like talk about these things that we're, we're dealing with. Like, mm-hmm. like I thought Sorry to Bother You was going to be about slavery and racism and it has that, but it's about slavery of the working man, yeah. of the working mm-hmm. class. And I'm like, holy fuck. We're like, this is a lifelong slavery that's on a larger scale than mm-hmm. any of us think. And I was like, whoa. Like it contextualized it in a way that like blew me away. And horses. Yeah. Um, I think that might have been it. No, That was six. Okay. Yeah, I think. You want to count it real quick? Because you said One, three in the two, night. I thought you three, said three four. so far. No, that's seven. You're right. Okay. Thank you. Cool. That's my top seven. Cool. Before Did we go top go? three. Do you have it or you want me to? No, I have it. No, you... Number <clears> 10, Irishman. Scorsese. Ooh. The ending. I don't think I've ever seen a film where the ending made me yeah. like the fucking film. That's what oh. I'm saying. Like turned you so much? Yeah. 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 Um, that's powerful number nine drive um, that soundtrack nicholas winding refn his Ooh. modern take version of a fairy tale Ooh. number eight the pure action film the purest of pure action film the raid um, <laughs> that's my number eight. i was about to be like what are you about to put in that the, spot john wick <laughs> we're about to jump in here <laughs> uh, the raid if you wanted to just see just action Honor. balls to the walls i apparently had seen the raid too and never fucking knew it was the raid too you haven't seen the raid? No, I so I own I bought it like on Blu-ray, the the one and two. Uh-huh. I had seen two. I don't know the fuck I saw two. But I saw two. 
Raid 2, specifically. I didn't like the Raid 2, but um, like the Raid 1 was. Yeah. The, pu- the Raid 1 is the pure one. <laughs> the Raid 2 has those elements, but yeah, it's kind of like not. I just didn't know. The reason why I didn't like the Raid 2 is because like at the end of Raid 1, it kind of showcased a brother versus brother. There's a shot where they're walking by each other, and in the first second fucking scene of the film in part two they just kill the brother it's like what the fuck is this <laughs> zero investment um, went a different route with the sword number seven the best superhero movie made of all time uh into the spider-verse mm. best number, spider-man movie of all time number six i wish i could have put the dark knight but it didn't come out in 2010 so i put the dark 2008 knight, right yeah i put the dark knight rises 2012 um beautiful ending like where it shows Catwoman with the pearls. And no, where Alfred Michael Caine is just sipping tea and he's a season. I was like, damn, that's a good ending. Um, My favorite part in that movie was when uh, Gordon is talking to Batman before he gets in the plane, mm. and then Batman's like, "Not everyone's can, or not everyone's a hero. Or, Some know, people are heroes yeah. by just putting a coat on a little kid." <laughs> and I was like, "Fucking deep and cut." Then, I was like, Sirius oh. Black was like. <laughs> <laughs> That guy, he's a perfect Gordon. Number five is also a Christopher Nolan film. It came out in 2010. Inception. 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 Okay. I like the ending. For that film well. Interstellar was good, too. Yeah. Did you guys see Dunkirk? No, I no. didn't. Uh, actually, I did. I saw that on fucking <coughs> IMAX. Yeah. Or the, the Dolby Atmos. Yeah. The fucking uh, the block. Dude. Okay. My number four is Get Out. Get Out. Such a fresh take. Comedian Jordan Peele turned into horror director. Is good. It's real good. That's, that's it. Okay, so I technically have eleven on my list, and I could not fucking figure out to delete one. So Ooh. I'm just gonna go up to, to number eight, and then from there I got top three. <laughs> <laughs> so one I've upper. Got, I've got Inception. Okay. Uh, fantastic movie. I I feel like they just at the time it, it was a different route. Like it was it was crazy what what they did with that one. I think after Dark Knight. Films, he's, they're like, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Like, and I'm glad. If that's the case and they gave him like reins, I'm glad he was able to, to get what he wanted. He's like, you want eight IMAX cameras, eight countries to work in? Fucking. Here's 16. Yeah, I haven't seen the trailer for Tenet, but I saw it. I am excited for this one. And then Time these travel, are also or? in no way in order um, between these. Uh... Denzel's son, by the way, in Tenet. Oh, wow. Mm. He was in Black Hensman. I didn't watch the film. Oh, okay. So. But I did, I I realized then that that was Denzel's son. I was like, oh, I see it. I, like he talks, he has a cadence of speech, very similar. That's funny. Um, so I no got, or not particular order. I've got number. Uh, well, my next one up, I got Get Out. Uh, fantastic, fantastic movie. Um, number three on my list here, I have uh, Ex Machina. Fucking love that shit. I, I'm I just love the fan. dance scene. Yeah, dude. That that's just like it's just a creepy ass scene where like. There's like a, a it, before that you're you're like this guy's about to get caught with what he's trying to do and it's just like a casual no it's just dance dude it's just what's movie. crazy to me is like that movie makes me think of Black Mirror and Black Mirror makes me think of that movie like <laughs> this eerie line that they dance with technology yeah um what they're doing is um I forgot the the term for it but they're trying to see if if um they can get the machine to trick the human into thinking like it's it now has its own mind yeah. or or it's 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 a real human essentially. Um, and that's, I mean, I'm just so into technology. Like, this is just a really cool concept for me. Um, number four that I have on here, Interstellar. Mm. Fantastic. Um, fantastic fucking cinematography. Love that shit. Um, and then the way, I, like, the, the fact that they, like, they're, they're saying that the, it's, they depict the black hole the way, like, you know, they, they all think it should work. Visually. Like, visually, yeah. Like, I remember really there was cool. patents made based on, like, the visual interpretation of it. Yeah. 
and so, how light would refract and that's all that so stuff. cool that they're able to like use this movie to also depict um, uh, science and stuff um, number five that I got on here is into the spider verse yeah. um, they I mean they went a whole new route with this with this movie and and it worked it worked fantastic dude and I know that they're making a second one I hope it didn't fucking fill in um, number six that I have on here is the Grand Budapest mm. uh, really really good movie I didn't delete this one I don't have eight so I do have seven um, so one Grand more. Budapest is uh, that's I, six just, right yeah it's number six that so, movie was good yeah uh, I really enjoyed it um, great comedy and I just like the, the the shots that he has he has like those awkward pauses and like that's what makes it so like quirky and stuff I love that Adrian Br- uh, Brody yeah He's great in that movie. And William <laughs> Defoe. Yeah. Um, and then uh, my number seven is Blade Runner 2049. And this goes back to me loving technology, me loving like this grungy um, world that they put. There's a scene where like he looks at an ad and the ad like goes down to him and like talks. And I'm like, this is fuck, dude. I want this shit. The sex life. scene <laughs> was trippy yeah, as dude. balls. And I was watching. Um, um, Corridor Digital. They did like a. They do breakdowns on CGI, yeah, yeah. and they're talking about how they they fucking like the what they did to have like that sex scene, like how they're they're trying to match the hologram with the person to make it seem like it's the real person there. Um, what they did that to for an, on a computer um, point was fantastic, dude, and I love it. And that's number seven for me. And now I guess we're all on top three. Do you want me to go first? Sure. And I fucked up. Because <laughs> you said your top three. Because I said my one my 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 third one, which was Ex Machina. Um, I was trying to put them up to the top, and then I didn't realize I didn't delete them. Um, yeah, Ex Machina okay. is my number three. My number three is Pacific Rim. Ooh, Dang. that was like my my childhood dream made into real life. Like <laughs> seeing like a brand new like all the stuff I wanted of Power Rangers, all the stuff I wanted of Godzilla, mm-hmm. all the stuff I wanted out of mech stuff i was like this is all of it and yeah. guillermo del toro making it and like the cat idris elba charlie hunnan uh ron perlman like this fuck charlie day like this cast was perfect it was it was great i love it and charlie day was pretty much himself yeah <laughs> but like it just had all the stuff i wanted out of those movies and it had all the different countries and it's like uh g gundam in a lot of ways where it's like gun russia and china and in yeah. america and all these it was so good <laughs> i love it the music, the theme. Number three, Quentin Tarantino. He's in two, two. I think enough. Once upon a time. Oh, once upon. Yeah. Yeah. I. You know my number two then. Well, once upon a time in Hollywood was number three. Yeah. It makes me want to see a Quentin Tarantino because there's a scene that's very tense, and I was like, damn, I want him to make a horror film. I mean, I guess that is a horror film a little bit, like action, yeah. comedy, horror. But I want to make him see a pure horror. Film. Mm. That's, yeah, that's crazy. My number two on this list is one that... You're number three. Oh, no, you went first. You're right. Sorry, sorry. My number two on this list is one that was in my uh, 2019 best. It's Parasite, dude. Number two. It's not the best, you know? I thought you didn't like it, but it's good. (laughs) We have the the (laughs) receipts. Number one's Joker. Number one is Joker. (laughs) It's I. Um, No, dude, for for what it is, I I think it's a a really good film. I think that I, that's what's weird about it. Like for me, because I'm I'm always about like action and stuff like that. It, I think it, it breaks that barrier for me. So you know when I when I when I review it or when I think of it like like on a firsthand basis, like really really thinking about it, I'll say it's a good movie. 
Um, but you know, when you when you like look look into this and, and what it really tells you, I think it's a great movie. So number two, my number two, Paddington two, <laughs> Kojima. It's just pure, one, unadulterated, Paddington. genuine happiness. I think, and it and it takes like this kids thing, and it has a very sincere heart. And I love that. Like, I feel like it's very accessible to kids and it's very accessible to adults. And a lot of the the silliness and goofiness, it's like a capture. Like, I think it was in a lot of ways what that recent movie with Ian McGregor, Christopher Robin, was. Mm-hmm. It was like growing up, but still like staying true to like your youth and your innocence. Yeah. I think Paddington captured it really well. I mean, it just made me so happy. My number two is a Tarantino film. Can you guess what it is? Because you said the one where he breaks a guitar. Is it someone who's unchained? Yes, Django Unchained. <laughs> um, I don't like it. With I think it's a story of um, damn, what's his name, uh, Doctor Schultz in the, in the movie. I think it's story more for him than Django himself. Um, because like during the whole film, he's he's capturing murderers, you know, the worst criminals. But like slavery was legal back then, and there's a moment where he realizes, holy shit, this guy's worse than every single person i've come across and that's when he decides to shoot him when he does the handshake thing spoilers i'm sorry um i know you're i know you're number one though i think <laughs> i'm just in sync dude. he loves the catch i i, I know, I know you, are there initials m M&M? m <laughs> oh wow it's not mad max okay well shit <laughs> <laughs> wow so my number one uh is phantom threat uh Ooh. this was dude holy shit dude i'm so glad i watched this movie um, and it was just like on a whim too. Like I was, just, I had to look look it up, and it's only showing up in LA. It's one of those like you know small time movies that isn't being you know released worldwide. Um, dude, it's it's such a great movie. Um, the whole concept is this guy has, has is is he has his his, his business of, of of making clothes, um, but he has like a like a hard shell uh, over himself that that stops him from like being with anyone or or doing anything. It's just all about business, business, business. And then he meets someone and he kind of d- like opens the shell a little bit, but it, it never fully opens. And what ends up happening is she like poisons the guy and he becomes like a, a, an infant. He's like, please take care of me. And it reminds him of like when his mom took care of him. So not, and, and he finds out that she's doing this and he allows it to happen. It's kind of like a back and forth. Like he eventually stops being sick. They start fighting again. And it starts all over again. Like she was like, "All right, I'll make you your special meal," and like that's just how their whole relationship is at this at some point. But like most of the movie is before this, and and like it gets to the end, you realize like this is what's been happening, and like it ends with like them fighting, and he's like, "All right, I'll make you your special meal," and they sit down. They're both like extremely happy right before they're about to eat this fucking meal, and I'm like, "This is some intense shit." <laughs> it was it's such a great movie, and like. The acting displayed in this, dude. They have like a, a an actress I've never seen before, and she fucking kills it. They have obviously Daniel Day Lewis murders the fucking acting in this shit. Um, his la- his last film, he retired. Overall, That's an amazing, amazing fucking film. I heard Daniel Day Lewis was so impressed with Adam Sandler and Uncut Gems that he called him up. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I want to see Uncut Gems. I need Gems. to see Uncut Gems. I know. <laughs> I, did you hear what Adam Sandler said? He's like, if I don't win, I'm purposefully making shitty movies. Wow. After this, to Razzies. punish to punish everyone. Wow. Damn. He's like, I'm gonna go the for Razzies. <laughs> Number one. Number one. He's like, you're right. It's Mad Max. <laughs> what do you think of it? <laughs> no clue, dude. I'm not in sync with well, you. Well, my number one 
Is it the same? Parasite? Mm-hmm. Oh. He he said Parasite in his regular. Oh, shit. You're right. It's a movie you said already, though. Fargo. In Interstellar? No, it's pure, unadulterated action. action. Ray 2? <laughs> John so Wick. I'm taking... <laughs> Ray 2? John Wick. No. <laughs> He's just trailing at this point. <laughs> I'm copping out. I'm saying Raid 1 and 2. Oh. They give me the same feeling, but if I... I mean, I could just say 1. Because yeah. you need to see 1 to see 2. Yeah. I have never... Like, looking at this list and see, reminding myself how they f- made me feel when seeing them... No movie made me feel like just my heart. It was like I had just done a 5K. I was like, my heart was pumping. I was going nuts in my seat. I was like audible. Yeah. Holy, like. No no movie has I, a it real It felt like a goddamn drug. Like, I was just like, holy fuck. Like, the fucking pipe. And like, he still goes and like all this other shit. I was like. Mad dog. Mad dog. Like, oh, God. Like, and it was an accident to see this movie. We were going to go see this other movie. With Guy Pierce as an action hero in a space station. Oh, I know what movie you're talking about. Lockout? I don't know what it's It called. wasn't bad, but we went to go see that. And then one of my friends was like, oh, they're playing this movie. Have you guys, I thought we watched the trailer for this. I'm like, yeah, if everyone wants to see it, we'll see it. We get like, holy fuck. <laughs> we're like, that movie was so fucking, I want to punch something. Like, nothing has made me feel that way since. And I then when Raid 2 got announced, I'm like, Opening day, I don't care where, how, what, I'm seeing this fucking movie. I just remember in the first one, the broken door where you like kind of like the trailer, some land on them. Everyone's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the machete guys, the the fucking fight oh. between Mad Dog and the captain. Yeah, no, no dog has, or no dog, no uh, movie has ever had a boss fight, dude. It's just insane. It's crazy. That guy that plays Mad Dog has trained uh, security personnel for presidents oh. in, in the in the Eastern Asia area. Like he's legit. Yeah, yeah. Everyone in that crew everyone is legit. Everyone is legit. <laughs> All those actors can fight. <laughs> Holy shit! Which is such, why it makes. And it it's amazing. just like uh, like once the first what ten minutes like when they're in it's just go yeah like it's just nonstop like fucking pedal to the metal just all action all the time dude. I mean honorable mention Ong Bak like Ong Bak I don't think it was the yeah yeah it wasn't like but this, I yeah. love that movie too I agree. Um, the second one I love it is slower. But that final fight, like the build of the fight, it was like a song to me. Like mm. it has a slow build. Like they're just mm-hmm. going back and forth. He's kind of kicking his ass. And then they like crank it up and it just, it's just, uh, it's like, it feels like their their blood is boiling. Yeah. It's so good. So <laughs> I love, I love them. I, I want a third one so bad. And the, well, I mean, technically one of my honorable mentions was The Night Comes For Us. Mm. Very much in the same vein, but much more gory. Yeah. But yeah, those two just perfect. Perfect. Mm-hmm. I like. I have never recommended a movie more. <laughs> I think Redline and is might be the the follow up, but yeah. I've seen both your recommendations, so I gotta say, the Redemption or the Redemption, Redemption, and then um, the one you just said, the Redline. Redline. <laughs> you already know my number one. Do we need to say it? My Twitter account is is uh, a unofficial. Account. <laughs> yeah, it's a Stan's account. Parasite. Unpredictable. We stand. Um, it, it's a near perfect film. That more, more can be said. Nine out of ten. Nine, ten out of ten. You uh, said near perfect. It can't be perfect. Dude. Oh, nine point nine out of ten. <laughs> Parasite. Watch it. It's gonna win the Oscar. <laughs> Best picture. Watch. It should. <laughs> Honestly, God. Like, it's gonna be like what happened in this in the recent uh, awards where they're like, oh Sekiro. <laughs> no, no uh, it, in in a, in a movie thing 
They were like, this movie wins, and it was technically Moonlight. Oh, oh. it's like La La Land didn't win. <laughs> yeah, it's Moonlight. <laughs> Steve fucking don't have like... don't have Warren Beatty read the fucking <laughs> card, dude. All right, guys. or Steve Harvey. Games. Games. Let's go. Do you want to do this like all ten for each individual, or you want to do the same thing? Like same thing. Seven. Okay. Fuck. This is my like least organized one. Then I'll I'll start. We we'll change it up a little bit. Um, are you cool with that? Yeah. All right. So my number ten. For Game of the Decade, this game came out in 2018, God of War. God of War. It's one of the few games I planned them. I feel bad. Like I enjoyed the game, but I was rushing it because I wanted to play fucking Legend of Zelda. (laughs) Breath of the Wild? Breath of the Wild, yes. No, Horizon is one. Oh, um, no. But Horizon wasn't also the one I I wanted to play because I also played that too quickly as well. All for another game. Um, but God of War, um, still, like, they did a fantastic job, dude. Like, the boss fights, dude, the, the Valkyrie fucking fights. To date, I still, like, one of my fucking favorite fights, dude. Such amazing fucking mechanics and everything, dude. Um, my number nine. So this one is where it gets a little weird, where I told you. So originally, it was League of Legends, but that that ori- originally came out in October 2009. So that's still within the decade of 2009, 2019. Uh, in its placement, I had Red Dead Redemption, but since that's not no longer the case, Leagues of Legends is in here for me. Um, and I have this because, dude, this is like genre-defining game. You know, like it's it's like it, it didn't. It's not the first of its kind. It defined it though, and it's created, uh, you know, other games that are trying to mimic the same thing, and nothing gets near this. Uh, Legion Legends for me, October two thousand nine is when it came out. Number eight for me. The Witcher 3. Ooh. This came out May 2015. This game I've bought in like four fucking times, <laughs> twice on PS4. I bought the physical copy, then the complete edition, and then I got the complete edition on PC, and I, I know I bought it somewhere else. I don't know where, but um, Witcher 3, fantastic game. I fucking get lost in side quests. There's a <laughs> joke that the side quests are all included in the fucking yeah, the- in the show. <laughs> um, <laughs> really good. Um, number seven. Now this is another one where I feel like it's 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 part of a like a trilogy, something that's been going on for a while. Smash Bros. This is obviously Ultimate. Came out December 2018. Um, I mean, this shit brings friends together, causes friends to fight, beat beat the shit out of each other, take off their Santa Claus hats. This is Bald is beautiful. Um, my number six is one of your all-time favorites. I'm sure it's somewhere in there. Uh, came out September 2014. It's the raid. It's Destiny. Um, but this is the original Destiny for me. Um, it's where the American it's, monster. It's, yeah, it's literally where it all began. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I I know that I never got tired of the original Destiny. Like, this was fantastic. It did like Trials. it did get slower. Um, but then, dude, they revamped the shit out of it when it came out with uh, what Return of the King. Taken King. Return of the Taken King. <laughs> that was something. <laughs> um. Yeah, it was really good, dude. This is where we got fucking loot caves, and this is where we got. This is when I got into WoW, like essentially, like that yeah. was my WoW. <laughs> Blizzard, yeah. This is like Activision and Blizzard. Like, I, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm not sure about this, but this is what I feel like. That this is another genre defining, like a shooter looter. Um, the, these guys didn't perfect it, but they made it fucking good. They made it really good. Um. And then I've got my number four, and this is the last one before my top three. Uh, 
This one is also a genre-defining one. This one probably should have been my top three, but whatever. Uh, Dark Souls. Ooh. This one came out September 2011. And this, this obviously, there's been games that, that have been, you would now describe as Dark Souls-like mm. before Dark Souls. But again, the genre-defining, and now everything is based off of this fucking game, or compared to this game. Um, this this game created fucking others of its of its kind that have been fantastic that have been on people's top ten. Shout uh, out to Neo as well. Oh, yeah, Jang's yeah. favorite game. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and those are my top seven seven so far. My uh, last two on the list is not for me. It's more like a global impact. Yeah, number ten, Pokemon Go. When that came out, there was a fucking frenzy. Um, my phone couldn't handle it, so I didn't. You've never sent me a gift or opened a gift. <laughs> I have still kept you there. You are my lowest friend in Pokemon Go, and that's why he doesn't call me his best friend. Is because we're yes. not best friends in Pokemon. Right. Go. You uh, dude, that's your Pokemon. Go. I fucked up. Apparently. Dude, this fun. It was such a phenomenon, dude. When that I mean, of the decade, I want to shout out that one of the best like cultural moments was when this game came out. Seeing people I've never seen play Pokemon, just at restaurants, <laughs> like, ah, hey, look at it, bing, like. Number nine, I never played it. Um, it's crazy that it made a comeback in 2019. Minecraft, um, yeah, huge, huge, huge. Um, number eight, The Last of Us. Great storytelling. Number eight, I know. It's I'm surprised. I, I missed Minecraft. It's number five. I don't know how the fuck you guys didn't catch that. I didn't catch that. <laughs> I skipped fucking from six to four. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I was correcting something on mine. I didn't catch the number. So at least I can say it came out November 2011. Okay. Number seven, Dark Souls. It's weird. Monster Hunter is not on my list. I've kind of like steered towards the Dark Souls. I like my taste in games is more like a Dark Souls. It's changed. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's like a Monster diet. Hunter still has a special place in my heart. <laughs> Honorable mention. Number six, a good two months of my life was taken by this game. Uh, Fortnite. That was um, my Just first two months. Fire. Yeah, it was wow. my first like battle royale, and I just love the concept of battle royale. It's fucking difficult. Um, Tetris ninety nine is a better battle royale. Don't at me, but um, yeah, Fortnite was fun at at that moment. Dude, two and, months of my life, and that's I feel like another um genre defining like because we had obviously we had uh what was PUBG, it PUBG, 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 PUBG. but like these motherfuckers took it to the next level, and it wasn't even that game. Yeah. It was it was like a horde mode yeah. sort and they of mentioned like. It at the fucking, they were like, "We made a game. We weren't even." Fucking. I remember hearing people talking about Fortnite. Like, this has been a game they've been working on for ten years, and it came out, and it was this really kind of like odd, like um, they still have it tower defense thing. Game. Yeah, and like the way the trees of like difficulty and upgrades worked was very odd, and like how it worked. But then they like overnight just pivoted, and it just blew up like. Holy I'm gonna shit. I'm gonna argue out of the list of games that I have, that's the most culturally impacted yeah. of the last ten years. Like just it went into sports. It's mainstream. Pokemon for this generation. I mean, I would argue League, but that's cool, you know. Oh, okay, <laughs> don't at me. Um, <laughs> okay, Zoomer. Number five, number five, Stardew Valley. A, lo a lot of time got spent in Stardew. Um, I just love the grind. I don't Too know. much. Um, number four, my most played game of the decade. Slate of Fire. Of, of the decade? Yeah. It, wait, you know what? No, I, I've played this more than Bloodborne. I've played this more than Dark Souls. Or Monster Maybe Hunter? Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter is number one. You put like, what, 800, 700? Yeah, yeah. yeah. At least in one game. Yeah, That's yeah, not yeah, even yeah, all yeah. Yeah. Monster Hunter is probably number one, but okay. <laughs> I think that back. It's up there. No, it's Slate up there. Slate of I, I would have thought the Bloodborne, too. No, no, I haven't put that many. Really? Okay. You're just that good. Um, 
Yeah, that's number four. Yeah. Surprised on Grand Theft Auto uh, San Andreas. <laughs> or Red Dead. I was surprised. Re- real- well, maybe there's still change. Know, but you put somebody on the list. <laughs> Bully. I'm, I'm, Bully's going to be tougher. All right, number 10, Last of Us. Ooh. I was a late bloomer to this, and I feel like my awe of of Naughty Dog came more with the Uncharted franchise. If, but if Last of Us is there, then I know what your number one is. I'm going to pull a Jang here, <laughs> but I'm not going to say it. Okay. When we get there, you can guess it. <laughs> I think I might know. We'll, I'll get, I'll, we'll make guesses. But it was like the not just the cinematic quality, but the dramatic quality, the mature kind of <clears throat> level of which AAA games can get to and did get to and have gone since. Um, Walking Dead. Oh, that tell. game. The first season brought me to tears. That's a like, telltale. They, they start like that game started like kind of like a type of game as well. No, there was games like that before. Yeah. But like the they, point and click, like Back to the Future, was one of the <coughs> earlier ones. But all the ones I can think of are also from the same guy, the same company, isn't it? Like Telltale was. Or, um, telltale had done other ones. They just weren't properties that people. Maybe cared but the about back as to much. The future is also t- telltale. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. But yeah, they were. I mean, that genre was here and there. Mm-hmm. But like, they kind of started becoming like yeah. that. But then, I think it spawned so many to people to do. And people around that time were also going for these story, narrative stories where it's like more point and click, mm-hmm. and being able to tell like impactful things yeah. with that. And Walking Dead, that first season was. That's on my two play. That's. It's it's a standalone thing. You don't need to know anything of like the it comics got, or the show. Because like the company went down and they were like, "There's no way to get the game." But somehow. well, it it didn't. It didn't. Like the people came together to yeah. make it, and then now they're doing Wolf Among Us. But I don't know if it's like a new Telltale or it's weird. But <laughs> I don't know if anyone from the original company are there. You guys are gonna be shocked at this one. Number eight, Pokemon Go. Okay. I should have been higher. I'm shocked that it's not <laughs> No, no. Shocked that it's that low oh, as well. Oh, okay. I put it that low because of the actual gameplay <laughs> aspect. The amount of money I spent on this piece of I don't shit. even want to talk about it. <laughs> shit. I don't want to talk about it. Um, but I think just the cultural impact it, it's had on others and on me and like yeah. within friends. With I have photos of all the different memories I've had with this game being involved in all these different places I've been in. It's been interesting. Yeah, it's been dude, cool. Yeah, surprised it's not higher. I was balancing that, but also I was like, "It's the what? What was the actual game? It's very basic, mm-hmm. if nothing at all. Like it's throwing a thing <laughs> and hope in <laughs> like a chance. Like it, like it doesn't like engage you in that level. It's like this meta thing. Hey, but Harry Potter hasn't gotten to that point. No, it hasn't. <laughs> it's still going, but it's not at the same yeah. level. Number seven is a cop out. I just wrote from software games <laughs> because they've just like. I that's think, why I put Dark Souls like that. For me, it's like that's the originator. But like, I feel like for everyone, yeah, that is the originator. But like, one person's Dark Souls is another person's Bloodborne mm-hmm. is another person. Like, Security. everyone has yeah. their Dark from software game. But yeah. I feel like them as a company have impacted Definitely. this decade so much, and I love what it's done for I'll them. I'll allow it. That's <laughs> the only. Well, no, I have another cop out. <laughs> Journey. Oh. Oh yeah. Journey was that was I a, a game that still like still haven't fucking played. Really? Good. You don't be sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm jealous that you get it's to experience cheap. it for the first time. I think it's free or cheap. It's really cheap right yeah. now. It's just so simple, but so like true and genuine. Number five is a cop-out. I couldn't pick which Tetris. Gearbox. So I picked 99 <laughs> and a fetch. Shit, I thought that was your number one. Well, <laughs> there it goes. <laughs> oh, I know your number one. God damn it. 
<laughs> D. Is it? Diablo 2. <laughs> D2. Um, I love Tetris, and this is, like, both of them offered something to me that, like, I'd never thought I'd see with Tetris. Yeah. One visually and musically, the other one with just the gameplay intensity. My number four, Breath of the Wild. Ooh. Then I don't know any fucking number one. No, I know your number one. Yeah, Diablo yeah. 2. I, I mean... It's impactful mm-hmm. to where games of that ilk are going to go. Yeah. Much like how Witcher has been, much like how Skyrim has been. I think it's that just like the freedom to mm. do anything and anything you want yeah. and however you want. Like we all talked about our different paths of doing mm-hmm. the story, let alone how we do challenges and things. Yeah, like that. and none of them are very similar. No. Yeah. yeah. And I love that about it. It's like it's the, the it's like the closest to these like Minecrafty kind of like open world mm-hmm. games were. But it's with a franchise and an IP that you're like, this is a, such a huge step in a diff- in a new direction for that. Yeah, definitely. So, leaving my top three. Uh-huh. All right, so we'll go with my top the top three. So my, my number three. Yeah, we go three. F- yeah, one one each. Um, this game came out in September 2013. Um, I, I mean, this is kind of also like that the franchise rather than just a specific game. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. Um, this is similar to what you were saying with, with Breath of the Wild, that, that freedom, dude. Like, this offered an insane amount of freedom. Like, the um, the things you could fucking do in this game, the places you can go, like, and, and People just... People you can see. And and, and, and and it also, it's it's Ooh. it's doing, like, that role-playing for, for fucking Twitch. It's insane, oh, yeah. dude. It's like, huge. the modding in the community for this shit. Like, the, the, the things that people can do um, to do the... To do that, um, whatever I just said, I forgot the term already. <laughs> Role playing. Role playing. Body. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking so far ahead. You're so like deep, just, bro. You're like, uh, what is his game of the year? So far removed. What is his game? Saying. I don't know his number one anymore. Blizzard's like. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, dude, this, um, there, yeah, it's it's a really good game. Uh, so much content. So much content. You could. I wouldn't say you can live off this game, but you, you can, you can you at can. least you could you could like I would say a year probably I, for me, okay. Before I'm like I'm never touching this game ever again. That's my number three. My number three, Skyrim. Mm. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> never um, even played it. <laughs> my number three is probably the worst looking game on the list. It is the worst looking game, uh, but I always you don't one judge creator. It by, you don't always judge it by graphics. I mm. feel like for video games, this is Tim Rogers. Number three as well. Best soundtrack Ooh. in video games ever. Made by Hearts. one man. Technically two. Um, Undertale. Yep. Christmas just, game. It's just so... They implement things in this game that... I mean, I've never played Fallout, so... Any of them? Dis- yeah, it's a disservice because you can actually not fight. And I guess in Fallout, you can talk your way out of shit, too. So not a fair judgment but this is the first time i had to play through a game where i didn't fight and i was like damn implements things that fuck i couldn't fresh fresh to me but not fresh to other people probably number three my number three for the glory of mankind ah that's a good one and we're getting a sequel or number two in the series i want something from that creator (laughs) um near automata like (laughs) I, it just shifted my thoughts on like what games can do in a lot of ways that like Kojima has done and a lot of ways how other developers have done. And like 
the more I played of it, the more it grabbed me. It was just like quicksand. It was just like the more I just the more you do, the more you're sinking into it. And it was, I was I'm not the like those, that type of game was never for me. The style and the and the things it did and the anime and the, all that. And it just I don't know what came over me and what it was just the right combination of everything and like the meta narratives and like the stories it was telling the robots the technology and it just I just I was like take it just take all of it and I will love it. <laughs> yeah I just love it nice. i love the way it plays with the mechanics that was what it grabbed me at first was like <clears throat> oh i saw this video describing how it cut channels through all these different genres and the more the part that grabbed me was the what it's doing with the story and the, all this stuff it was so good so my number two a game came out march 2017 legend of zelda breath of the wild yeah. Yeah. a fantastic fucking game dude I don't understand what it's your fucking. It was on there. I had to bump. <laughs> Near Automata took its place. I was between three and four. I didn't even put Near Automata on here, so you're fine, dude. That's okay for the glory of mankind, dude. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, like, again, Wakanda forever. Open world, um, fantastic game. I, I just, I never thought Nintendo to make th- this, this franchise into that type of game, and it fucking works. I love it. Better on Wii U? Thank you, Nintendo. So that's that's worked. So I had I originally <laughs> bought it on Wii U, yeah, and the reason that I was fighting with with God of War is I had bought it for the Switch. Oh right, okay. So you went through to get got it now. Yeah. So all right, so that's my number two. That's a good pick. My number two, Breath of the Wild. It should be my number one, but Breath of the Wild. Um, we got the same number one. I'm it's pretty sure. like fucking. I don't know. Like they took Dark Souls. They took free roaming game Grand Theft Auto and they took like the exploring part was more exciting I gotta climb this mountain it's fucking raining it's fucking raining I don't have enough stamina but fuck yeah, the I gotta, rain I got it's like the sense a better of, version of Death Stranding <laughs> <laughs> the sense of awe though like when I first saw like a dragon flying through the sky I was like what the fuck and then you bust out your camera like ah <laughs> or you see that tower but it's like hard to climb it's like fuck man. yeah and or, then you realize like fuck yeah tower then you finally realize like these aren't these towers anymore. Or you see your first Lionel and you start throwing all these. When you see one of the fucking um, um, the fortress guardians. Guard, the guardians, I fucking my panic. Fuck. That game, yes, pure awe, like, <laughs> like wonder. Yeah, games wise, it should be num- my number one, but it's my number two. I want it like on a more powerful system so I can crank up graphics, dude. My number two. Number two. One of the weirdest games I've ever played. Mm -hmm. Inside. (laughs) I'm glad I held. So I have like a. um, uh, Honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. I didn't want to say it because I figured some of them might be within your. uh, I played this in one sitting. And it was the wildest ride I've ever been. I thought (laughs) I knew where it was going to take me. It was like. It's such a quick game. too. This I might mean, be an unfair comparison. I'm just thinking off the yeah. cuff, but it, it's like Parasite. I thought it was going to be something, and then like it takes mm. a turn, and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> and I'm processing it for a long time, and I'm like, "It just did it so well." But did you get the sex toy thing <laughs> coming in the mail? <laughs> Literally, did you really buy it? No. Oh. <laughs> so it, it, it's not that it's a sex toy. It's a company that makes, makes like sex dolls or whatever, yeah. and they use like their material to yeah. make the fucking. Thing. I'm the juggernaut, bitch. That game like scared me, creeped me out, intrigued <laughs> me, just so many things. And then I, 
I finished and I was like, I, I don't know what I just did and I don't know how I feel about it. So I, I never finished the real ending. So I'm assuming it's... That's also pretty interesting too. Yeah. It's pretty meta on that part. And that, that leaves you thinking even more, but like it was cool. So yeah. Number two. Number two. I know you're number one. I think we might have to say our number one together, dude. But I don't think so. <laughs> I want you to say it together. And it okay. Not I'm gonna say, yeah, it's, I don't no, think it's the same. <laughs> My number one is Last of Us. Yes. I, I said mine. Mine was Did number you? eight. It was eight. Oh, because you said it two nights. I was, I was focusing on it. <coughs> one, one, seven. Um, so for Last of Us, June 2013 is when it came out. Um, Blizzard, dude. They're mad. Fantastic I know. game. I know. We'll, talk, we'll talk later. You want me to say fucking classic? Because that's still part of World of Warcraft. <laughs> we I mean, all the expansions. I went to top class. I mean, <laughs> what more do you want? Game came out in like fucking who knows how But long. it's been ongoing. No, no, it doesn't make any okay. sense. It, it didn't start there. I'm not a jinx. <laughs> <laughs> last episode of it came out. <laughs> um, so last of us. Last of us, dude. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, this game, man. It was, it's still like, it's still very easily playable. Like, it's not, like, it's aged fantastic, dude. It's like fine wine, man. Like, it's, I can't, you know, like in most games, you're like, oh, the graphics suck. Like, this graphics are still fucking great, dude. Um, it, It's just overall, dude. And I'm worried. Like, I'm worried that number two is not, going to be a number one, you know? Um, sequels just tend to... Hype. Hype kills. It's not that it's hype, but, like, it yeah, you, you think of, you think of like, how good this one is, and you expect that same, if not better. Like, you're giving it higher standards. You want it to be at a better level at this point, and it's well, it's just probably not Uncharted 2 was better than Uncharted 1. So. <clears throat> That's your opinion. Uh, <laughs> Uncharted 4 is number one. Games. Um, yeah, Last of Us is my number one, dude. Fantastic game. And it was it was a toss up between Breath of the Wild and fucking Last of Us, but mm. Last of Us is still going strong for me, so it's good. My number one has given me much much headaches. Um, getting over it. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. I was like, you just played them. <laughs> so it's kind of unfair. Um, this should be probably categorized with Dark Souls, my number seven, but Bloodborne is my number one. Um, I always say, if I could stream one game forever, it would be Bloodborne. I don't know. It's something about... I, I prefer parrying than, um, like, <laughs> shields. You can parry in fucking Dark Souls. You don't have to shield. Yeah, I know, but... I don't know. The guns just make it cooler. Cthulhu mythos makes it cooler. It genu- genuinely creeps me out. That and Death Stranding are the only two games that really creep me out when I see, like, creatures, like, in the sky. So, Bloodborne. I'm trying to do a Blood Level Four run. But I thought you did a Blood Level Four. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm in the progress, but I'm stuck at a boss. Uh, uh, you've been forever, right? Not Perpetual. forever. I probably attempted it two days and mm. I stopped. Mm. Close. Kill, almost killed it three times. <sighs> Bloodborne. I know you're number one though. I don't. Diablo two. No fucking clue. Diablo two. I'm waiting. What have I not said? D two, I don't know what you haven't said. D two, I don't remember him enjoying this D- game. I mean, like not that not that he didn't enjoy it, but Destiny. Yeah, D two. Oh my god! <laughs> and I, I fucking knew too, but because I've said it, I was like, that's off the list. Destiny, oh my god. the most time spent. <laughs> I like I fucking. Know. It was between what game has made a bigger impact on like. How much time I spent playing games, that or Pokemon Go. But this wasn't for number one spot. It was just like I was thinking about which one. Destiny has 
messed with my sleep, has made me change how I play. I've never done a raid. My my, it's like me going into uncharted waters. Mm-hmm. I bought a PS4 for Godzilla, and I didn't get it, and I ended up getting um, Destiny because I was like, I want a Halo substitute, mm. and then that was a fucking <laughs> rabbit hole I went down, and I've. Never, I've since then not come up. You've like seen I'll, the, I'll, you've seen the good, the bad. I've seen everything. Yeah, the dark, the fucking. You should get the Godzilla game, by the way. It's he's expensive. Got... The hard, the physical copy of it is expensive. Also, he's the guy that got all the titles. Or... Every title for eight thousand hours. <laughs> Slay the Spire. Those are rookie numbers. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> um, I yeah, I did things in games I never thought I would. Like doing the rate, like those rate stuff is not something I do. Like. Going online, trying to talk to people, coordinating. Having a shirt button still six hours plus. Yeah, like <laughs> on my day off, just playing it and all this crazy shit. And it, I got to give it credit, you know, for, for, for things I'm not like now that I, I've done and I do and I enjoy it. And it's like this balance. Like, I think you've had this struggle with games as a service, mm-hmm. but like putting too much of your balance of your life time management into it. And like sometimes I'll lean too hard into it other times i'll be like i'm not gonna play this for a few months and it ebbs and flows but it's always been there and and, um i think as an impactful game like what it's done to the industry so many other i would say more so than a shoot looter shooter i would say more so of a games as a service Mm -hmm. it's done this thing that everyone's tried to recreate and everyone's like saying we are learning from other developers and no one has learned like division said like hey we're gonna beat destiny at their game and then they went through all the same problems Destiny had. And then they're like, oh, fuck, we got to fix these. I'm like, well, who's, ta- who's talking now? Like, uh, Anthem tried to do the same thing. Struggled in its own ways. But, like, some of the journal stories, um, journalists were interviewing and looking into these stories were saying how the higher-ups were like, we want, like, people in the, in the development team were like, we, wanted, we need to learn from what's come. And so we need to look at Destiny. And the higher-ups were like, don't look at those games. Hmm. We want you to make something it's like, how do I make something if I don't know yeah. what's been made yeah. mistakes? What mistakes and and like Destiny's has learned from other genres as they've learned from World of Warcraft, they've learned from Diablo, and like where they've taken sh- first person and again, like I said, games as a sh- uh, service, um, and through the good and the bad, like they've done all the wrong things and all the and a lot of the right things, and they've learned from Fortnite as well. And I just think like it's become this thing that's been a through line through games since it's come up. And that's why it's my game. Yeah, I'm with you. Fucking couldn't figure it out. <laughs> Were you going to say Destiny 2? Yeah. Yeah, that's why I thought you were saying D2. I had to say D1 because that's where it oh, started. Okay, yeah, yeah. And that was also... I forgot it <clears throat> came out. But yeah, that's my PS4. That's what... <laughs> and all... And Trials? Because of that, you don't have a $3,000 Godzilla game. <laughs> we don't talk about it. <laughs> we don't talk about it. <laughs> so... Yeah, I think that's uh, we had some pretty good lists. Yeah. Some through compared, you know, similars. We had a lot of the games were in there, but just different, different spots. Very different. Yeah. very different. Some games are just very different. Oh, Who, did you guys have like honorable mentions? I, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. want to make some shoutouts for? Uh, I'm just Monster Hunter World. Yeah. yeah, I put four ultimate as well. Yeah, I, just I that was a personal Monster Hunter. Yeah, period. it's fair. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, Mario Kart Eight. Uh, yeah, because nah. that was to me like I don't know where they're gonna take Mario Kart mm-hmm. in like nine or whatever because it feels like eight is perfect yeah um street fighter mortal kombat mm. <laughs> doom injustice 
not on my list. Yeah. Doom. No way. Mass Effect 2. Wolfenstein. That was one you were saying you haven't played Mass Effect. Wolf- no. Wolfenstein. They, they, they killed the genre. No, not on my list. Uh, Wolf- Fort- Fortnite and The Witcher 3. Wolfenstein. So Did you ever beat it? No. <laughs> Hollow Knight. Oh. Yes. That's not on my... It uh, Firewatch. Be. That was another one of those oh. like Never games played. that were like point and click. Kind yeah. of <laughs> um, and Vanquish. Mm. It's coming back. You can play on your list. I'm so ready. <laughs> and Dishonored. That was my last one. I was nice. going to make a shout out to. But yeah. So I think Girlfriend Reviews is doing Dishonored. Wow. My honorable mentions Fortnite for genre defining. Monster Hunter, favorite freaking game. Um, Portal 2 came out in 2011. Uh, I, I had Leagues of Legends, but I put, I put that back in there. Uh, Inside 2016. Limbo 2010, both from the same creators. Uh, and then I also had Final Fantasy XIV, A Realm Reborn. Originally came out in 2010. They was sucked. They redid the whole fucking thing. Came out in 2013. And that's been um, a great game that people really, really enjoy. And uh, a lot of weeboos on that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So there it is. Games of the decade. Movies of the decade. Of a decade. Shows of the decade. Shows of a decade. We did it, guys. 2020. We can finally quit. It's fucking 2020. We put the podcast to rest. <laughs> Games of the... F- so what, is this now going to be um, annual DLC? Yes. I'll see you guys next year. I'll see you guys next year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where can people find you? They can find me at the Folio 365 on Instagram and the Folio everywhere else. At the Last Bosses everywhere. At Kuja Prime. You can find us all at the Weekly DLC. And um, thank you for, for being here for another year. Uh, episode 151 episodes. If you're just joining us, thank you for coming along the way. If you've been with us any point earlier than that, you know, it's the beginning, in the middle, anywhere. Welcome to a journey. Shout outs to uh, Guillermo. He's one of my viewers. I didn't realize he's listened to almost every single one of our podcasts. Hey. Shout out. Hey, dude. Cheers. Thank you, Shout out to, to one, of my Guillermo. one of my mods. Guillermo de tol- del Toro. Yeah, Guillermo del Toro. Gracias, Dead man. I want to give two shout-outs real quick. One is to one of my friends, Sam. He listens to a lot of these episodes. Sam Smith, thank you, man. Appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> and um, one of my other friends, John, he is instrumental in our catchphrase that we end every episode. Yeah. Oh, is John. He, is he so you can blame which him. Which, which, which guy's the one that talked about Stranger Things season two? And Sam. You, you got you, you to watch season, season two. No, he, he like made me worry that you guys yeah. were going to... yeah. Yeah, I'm still. That's <laughs> my fault. Because, yeah. Communicate, just ask. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thank you both. You know, thank you to all our viewers. You know, thank you all. Um, hopefully, you know, the next hundred next year will be great. We we have we hope to have many exciting episodes. Mm-hmm, so. mm-hmm. Thank you guys for being co-hosts throughout this whole time. The podcast is finally over. I'm so glad. I know. Could sense the tension. Chains. We're doing a VH1 special about our... Chains of oppression. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can finally work on your other podcast. <laughs> now I got time. Yeah. But um, <laughs> until next year, next decade, we'll... DLC. You later. <laughs>